everyone, welcome to episode 177 of 15 with Andy and Randy. Now, I wrote this yesterday and then for some reason, which was my schedule, we weren't able to be here. Monday, October 21st was the 140-year anniversary of the day that Thomas Edison perfected the light bulb. Oh, cool. And here at the Hospital Church, we've been doing our best to perfect our biblical understanding and shed the proper light on texts we have a tendency to misuse. Unless you were in second service when we had a light show. Oh, did you really? (laughs) The lights went out. Oh, no. Uh, Was not here this week. We were uh, in Cocoa Beach preparing for our half. Good for you. So on Sunday. So here at the hospital church, we have been doing our best to perfect our biblical understanding and shed the proper light and text we have a tendency to misuse to our assumed benefit at best and completely misunderstand and abuse at worst. (laughs) And that lets you decide where you fall into that category. It has been thought provoking and challenging all in one. And I've personally enjoyed being spiritually stretched, even when it comes to some of my favorite verses and their applications in my life, as of course I have chosen. I hope you found it (laughs) beneficial as well. Uh, last week was an amazing installment of this. If you missed it, go back and listen. We're not going to take time to go there this week. This week was the truth sets us free. All right. Now, this week, my first thoughts when Andy began his message as I watched it after the fact was this may very well be the sin we deal with the least in our lives. In our culture that is offended first, offended last, and offended everywhere in between all the time about everything – It's really easy as Christians to frame difficult things, difficult conversations, and put them in a context that it is as much a placation strategy than an actual exercise in truth. (laughs) The real truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth also has implications that, well, in the words of Andy, he said, sometimes we tell the truth and we are set free from opportunities we'd like to have. Set free from a relationship we would have preferred to pursue. Set free from a job we loved. Set free from a circle of friends we valued. Truth telling may not always set us free in the way we wish. And I'm like, man, what a downer that is. And it's like, hey, let's tell the truth, they said. It'll be fun, yeah, they said. They, they said. <laughs> they said. Don't look good in this dress. <laughs> oh. Now, if you – wow, that's – I'm not going to dress, but I mean, no. you know, you, you've heard it. You've heard that. <laughs> like telling the truth wasn't hard enough sometimes. Those words of truth don't make it any easier, Andy. Now tell the truth. Is there any way that the truth isn't as important as we think? Any way possible that is just not quite as important as we think? Yeah, there's, there's sometimes that that's probably true. The, the, the truth is not it, – while, while it is still the truth, the significance of knowing it may not be uh, – <laughs> may not be always be there. Do we realize how important a base the truth is to our credibility, though, as believers who really our entire message is based on trust, Mm -hmm. transparency and faith? I mean, do we really grasp that well? Well, if you think about listening to someone talk to you, a salesman, for instance, a salesman who's trying to sell you something and identifies with you by his foibles Hmm. or her foibles rather than their expertise and their grandeur, Hmm. you tend to trust them more. Yeah. And uh, they're being truthful with you about they messed up, they forgot something, they blew a sale, you know, whatever it is, gains credibility with us because we believe they're being honest. They could be lying out their teeth about that. I mean, you never know. But we, we, our minds begin to believe, oh, this person is willing to share the truth with me. Yeah. And therefore, they're tr- more trustworthy. Hmm. That's true. All right. I don't even know how to ask this without sounding cliched, but. How do we or what can we do in our lives, maybe from a starting point, that can help us really frame this issue in a way that will cause us to see the true importance 
and be faced with making better choices in our lives every day? I mean, it's just, it's a question we can ask ourselves a million times and it's just like, well, how do I be more truthful? How do I be more honest with myself? I mean, sure. I mean, what's your, what's your best sage advice? Well, well, I think the first one's you did really good is being honest with ourselves. That's a, that's a great place to start. (laughs) (laughs) Not an easy place to start. And then when we're feeling the need to share the truth with someone that they haven't asked for, Oh, oh. To ask ourselves, am I sharing this for my benefit or theirs? Yeah. And so if I'm sharing this truth with them just so I can feel superior or that I can be in the know or that I can sort of lord over <laughs> in some way, I, it may just be better just to say, shut up, you know? <laughs> and, and whereas, am I telling the truth to this person for their benefit, you know, yeah. to really help them out? There are so many possibilities, and <laughs> you unpacked a lot of information to me. That made my head hurt a little bit. So first off, don't miss the message because we're only going to just scratch the surface of implications. It's an amazing chapter in the Bible. It really is. When you when you go through and you read that chapter independent, I'm like, all right, here's where we are. I'm going to go read the chapter. And you start really putting it in the context when you're thinking of the truth sets us free and you read it with that in mind. Yeah. And the, tr- and it's, the chapter starts with they're wanting to stone this woman right. and it ends with them wanting to stone Jesus. I know. And it's like <laughs> you, you think about the way that plays out. And, and I was just getting to that because I thought, you know, wrapped up in this message on truth was a favorite story of Christians, this woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also would dare say that that's misused a lot by oh, us yes. because it's a story that we probably know well, pretty well. But from which perspective do we know it or do we lean on it? Is it from that poor woman who made so many bad choices? She needed Jesus to come to her rescue from those awful Pharisees. And Jesus showed them. Or is it less often, Jesus, please help me because I see my lack of accountability and truth to myself and my own heart that causes me to think more highly of myself than I should <laughs> like the Pharisees. And yeah. I can imagine the Pharisees, though, here's where I think we're in trouble because I'm sure they were feeling confident, smug even about their biblical truths from the Ten Commandments of all places. They had solid footing for their beliefs, their claims, but sometimes we're just too sure about our truths, this, mm-hmm. about sins and the appropriate punishments for these sins. And man, like you said before, particularly in others, how do we emulate Jesus and not condemning, but encouraging to live that life free of sin? Because how can we do that without us sounding holier than thou? Well, it's interesting. Jesus does the non-condemnation before he even talks about the sin. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So there's this total acceptance of her as a person. Neither do I condemn you. All the condemnation's gone. Now, if you'll never sin anymore, if you won't ever make this mistake again, then I won't condemn you. Go and live your life free from this sin. So let's just say that I catch Andy eating a piece of pepperoni pizza. Uh Uh-oh. And... It wasn't turkey pepperoni. And I see you and I say, Andy, you know, you should, uh, I'm not going to condemn you, but, you know, go now and don't ever eat any more of this. Okay. Could you do that? And I'm like, I mean, I know that that's trivial, but when it comes to something even bigger, how do I portray that to someone? I guess is my real question. How do I portray that in a way that they know that I'm not saying, listen, I'm not putting this on you. I understand a hundred percent and I'm not, I've I've been guilty of this and more. Or just accepting the person for who they are and not bringing that choice of behavior into it. Yeah. Um, I hung with an interesting group of friends all through school. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't the theology majors. Um, Oh, I wish you guys could see the look at Andy's face as he's choosing words. Who listens to this podcast, so I'd be careful. But, you know, I mean, talking to a friend who's stoned and, you know, going out with friends and having people that, you know, would be very comfortable drinking with me knowing that I'm never going to drink. Right, Uh, right. But the acceptance of the person I don't have to give them a sermon about, you know, the evils of this or that. What I really do is love them 
And if that becomes an issue for them, for us to have a conversation about, well, yeah, let's have a conversation about it. But let's don't make that front and center if that's not what the event's about. Mm-hmm. And so how to how to be more less condemnatory and more accepting of people and loving people for who they are, I think, is in that first story for sure. Well, I think that sets you up for if the need arises for that secondary or maybe third conversation, if you've already set the groundwork that I just care about you. Yeah. And well, Jesus said that the prostitutes and the, you know, tax collectors were going to enter the kingdom before the Pharisees. So (laughs) so if you're going to hang with one group or the other, you you may want the, the genuineness of openly owning that I'm doing these things is apparently better than pretending you're not while you have a bunch of other sin in your life. That's more subtle. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, I mean that for someone who in a past life, I was a a drinker and I was an alcoholic Sure, and there would be a lot of people that would try to give me counsel and different things. And I'm like, listen, I'm not asking for your advice. I know this isn't what I should be doing. (laughs) It's not my best choice. And you know, you don't think I've ever thought about quitting, right? I have, and I haven't been able to. And yet the people that would just stick by you and come at you from just like, hey, we're worried about you. Right. And even if you shun that and you make them think, well, they don't really want that advice. Those people are listening because you didn't lead with, you know, somehow that, well, I don't drink. So, you you know, yeah. you know it. And well, I think that's really and I've talked about it here on probably too many occasions for some people's liking. But keeping in touch with our own human depravity enables us if a person has a fault this happens to be different from our fault. Yeah. And we don't have that fault. We can't lord it over them. Right, right. Yeah. Because because we are all, you know, messed up people yeah. and to own our own human depravity makes us be a better friend to everybody. Well, and that genuineness, I think when you again, when you admit it, and I always felt comfort in the fact that I'm like I'm not here to hide anything. I'm not I'm not <laughs> right. someone that tries to put up you know, what you see is what you get. You still, it is what it is. And you still get that. But it's now easier when you're trying to live a better life and you're trying to be a good example. Don't don't be a stumbling block. All those things that you know are there and you mm-hmm. should try to do better. It is – it's almost a mindset though that you start changing without even really realizing it and go, man, why did I – why did I not own up to that? Yeah. Because, oh, that's the old person. And I'm like, but I like that part of the old person. I don't like what the old person was doing. Yeah, right. But I like the way the old Randy would always just be like, hey, you don't have to like it. I am who I am. But I am who I am. And right. I think, yeah, that's a that's a good point. I like that. And what I really liked, and I hope that this might be the best thing that came out of this message for me. <laughs> Andy, you said about the woman that they were going to stone after this is done. You said Jesus demonstrated that Christian love even when it comes to sin, is slow to censure, ready to forgive and encourage, even in the case of sin. How much more in matters of different ways of seeing things, different methods, different practices? Our culture doesn't need to hear that at all. Oh, (laughs) man. And that's the one that, I mean, I heard it. And when I watched the message, I read it. It's been stuck (laughs) in my head. And just that part right there. Even when it comes to sin, it's slow to censure, ready to forgive and encourage. I, I mean, first off, slow to censure, that's hard yeah. because we have knee-jerk reactions. We're used to our world being I'll bam, tweet, bam, I'll bam. tweet you right back. I'll tweet you right back. <laughs> and then ready to forgive, that takes time. And then after I've forgiven you, now I'm going to encourage. Besides, <laughs> whoa, that's a t- – how do we compartmentalize all that <laughs> down to, yeah, this is a good idea for us. 
because it's a good idea yeah, for, for us. <laughs> yeah. It just seems hard yeah. to put all those into practice, even though we know we mm-hmm. should. That is, I just thought that was so, so, so important. When, when we don't, it's usually because we're coming from a position of self-justification. Ooh. And so we're, yeah. we're yeah. wanting to self-justify either our rightness or their wrongness and make us look better. And we just get all that mixed up. And if we just can set That's that true. aside, then I can encourage you, hey, yeah, be a better person, you know, kind of thing. And I don't have to say, come up to my level. I mean, that's just so so egomaniacal. Well, there you go. I like the way that sounds because that is just the one thing that I felt like it's almost like a three step right there. <laughs> you know, slow to censure, ready to forgive, and I would even say eager to encourage. Maybe yeah, at the that's end good. of I like that, eager. eager to encourage. Well, the Pharisees, of course, are easy targets of the Bible, much like the Israelites, the disciples. We've talked about that lots here, but their delusions carried them so far away from the truth. And this conversation they have from with Jesus, this reality that they claim to have never been enslaved and. And yeah. they're arguing with Jesus and they know who he is. Yeah. If they didn't, they wouldn't have been so they just <laughs> they wouldn't have been so threatened by him. And all their spiritual hope, identity, their security wrapped up in you said religious tradition and spiritual heritage. And I'm like, can you even imagine arguing with Jesus in this manner? Until you go, Wow, I argue with Jesus in this manner. Well <laughs> on certain things in my life, I do. Yeah, it's just easy to make an idol of something that was significant at some point and raise it above. And their, their spiritual heritage, their sonship of Abraham. I think Abraham was not as much their father as he was their idol in that sense, because they put their confidence and he he was this, this sort of claim to fame kind of thing. And it's easy to do. I mean, you know, we can, we can do it even with our denomination today. You know, make it a, I like idol. how you tied that together. Yeah. I was like, you know, some people might call it a denomination. I'm like, Oh, yeah. that can hurt too. Hey, uh, nobody came after me. I couldn't believe it. Cause we all have a little bit of that in our lives anyway. All right. If there was one thing you wanted someone to take away from this about the truth that set you free, that you could easily just go, this is what I want you to remember. This is something we could put into our life each and every day. What would that be? Jesus sets you free. Hmm. Uh, like we tend to want to start defining the truth and <laughs> and what truth sets me free and how does it set me free and why does it set me free. And we realize that Jesus says he is the truth. Yeah. He is the truth, the way, the life, and the life. And so Jesus sets us free. And yeah. that can come in, in a myriad of ways. So I think we just have to hold on the fact that, yeah, our freedom is not from our accomplishments or our doings or anything that we can sort of put in place Jesus sets us free. Love it. All right. This week, one of our FHE takeaways was a prayer and one that challenges to pray every day. That's a great prayer, isn't it? Lord, take my heart for I cannot give it. It is your property. Keep it pure for I cannot keep it for you. Save me in spite of myself, my weak, unchristian-like self. Mold me, fashion me, raise me into a pure and holy atmosphere where the rich current of your love can flow through me. And I'm like, the pure honesty right there in those couple sentences is what was key for me and the realization that I need this and this transparency and truth in my life every day. Yeah, just to be able to settle down and know, okay, save me in spite of myself. Yeah. My weak, unchristlike self. That's crazy. I mean, good grief. It's the ownership of our depravity that is the point of entry for the grace to enter our lives. And so mm. to save me in spite of myself. My well, we can cross myself, you know, keep my heart pure because I can't keep it for you. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just take me, you know, it's, it's just really a great, great picture. 
I love that. So I'm curious if anyone has a prayer that keeps you grounded. I love that mm-hmm. one, but there are so many good prayers and these are ones that, yeah. that stick in your mind. So if you had one, reach out voicemail text 407-965-1607 or podcast at hospitalchurch.org. Would always love to share those with anyone that would be listening. We would read them next week. Just, you know, again, just one that you can put in your mind and share. I find that that's really helpful to me these days. All right. Our final thoughts are from Andy's message and Wow, they really should be the comfort we seek in our spiritual walk. Jesus is coming again. Sin will be no more. (laughs) And we really will live happily ever after, all because of Jesus. And you shall know the truth, know Jesus, and Jesus, who is the truth, will set you free. I mean, what is not to like about that? That's right. And we lose perspective. We get wrapped up in everything that's going on and realize, wait a second. This is a temporal world we live in. That's it. It's gonna bad stuff's gonna happen to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we got still, still gonna fight sin, but salvation is ours in Jesus, and He's gonna come again, and we are gonna live happily ever after. It's not That's a fairy it. tale. That's it. All right. So our final assault this week in this series is judge not that you be not judged. Oh man, that's going to sting a little bit. <laughs> Probably come, comes from uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter seven. So Zdravko Stefanovic, our man Zed. Zed is going to be preaching I this week like and it. you'll be glad you were here. Come and uh, hear Zed preach. Well, I am hoping that we can catch up yeah. with him for the podcast. I don't know if we've had him on yet. I don't think so. No, I'm not sure we have, but he'll do a great job. Oh, now, yeah. we, we sat and talked a little bit about the text. He didn't want to go somewhere I didn't want him to go with it. And I'm like, said, I trust you 100%. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's some interesting things in some of the original languages that he just popped up automatically. Oh, and nice. uh, that will be very fascinating and hopefully give us a good angle on on this. We can practice this in our lives, but it probably means more than we think. Nice. Well, and when it comes to him, I would trust whatever he's going to research is going to be spot on. He's always so good. All right. That's going to do it for this week. As always, do join us next Wednesday. Hopefully we'll have Zed along with us. Thanks for listening and have a great week.